Today's episode is brought to you by ValdezMotorsport.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Travis Wiley at VIR and uh, just met Travis today. He's on an X Factor racing team uh, along with some other people that I know here in the SCCA. And Travis is also from Austin, like me. And, uh, but unlike me, he's been racing for a really long time. So um, Travis, tell me just a little bit about your racing world right now. Like what are you doing at the moment for racing? Yeah, so right now, I've been doing the Spec Miata thing for a couple of years now. I think this will be my third season okay. doing the Super Tour stuff. Um, this past year, I got into Porsche Carrera Cup with a fortunate sequence of, I knew a guy who knew a guy who was looking for a driver. Okay. And I've been doing that for about a year and coming up to a year and a half now and been doing that and then looking to maybe get into some other racing like looking at ta2 or maybe gt4 stuff or similar racing so tell me a little bit about i know a little bit about the scca but tell me more about this this other group that you're driving with how often you get out where do you go what's the competition like that kind of stuff yeah so with career cup this past year it wasn't it was very stout for sure but we didn't have quite the depth like it was for sure the top 10 was extremely competitive and it's it's like a IMSA sanctioned class. Um, but we raced, we raced in with IndyCar, WeatherTech. We did the Ren Sport event at Indy. You know, we went to Laguna, uh, Road America, Watkins, Long Beach. We did Streets of Toronto last year. And then Sebring, of course. Um, this upcoming year, I think we're going to go, we're going to add Coda and Miami, both of the F1 races, onto our schedule. And I mean, yeah, it's just a one-make series, and it's gotten probably three times as competitive, down to about the top 25 is extremely close. My gosh. So what is the format of those races? I know we're doing sprints here at SCCA. Mm -hmm. What's it like for them? So it's, it's a longer sprint. So the weekend consists of two 40-minute practice sessions and then a 30-minute qual session and then two 40-minute races. Okay, cool. So how'd you do? Uh, last year was good. We had, I think our highest finish was third at Road America in the wet. And then I think we averaged about six, seventh. We had two DNFs, I want to say. So we ended up about 11th in the points because it was, oh. you know, a lot of people were very consistent. Yeah, man. Um, and that is a lot of races, mm -hmm. actually. Is that more races than you do with SCCA? Yes. So it's an eight race, it's an eight race weekend schedule. So it's a 16, 16 races on the calendar. And then I think with SCCA, 
to you know fulfill your full season points, you only need to make. You can only do three three weekends of six total races. So yeah, okay. it's about three and a half times more. Okay, yeah, that's a lot more. Holy cow! Um, so what do you like better? I'd say definitely I love the racing in Spec Miata a lot more, but. I love the driving and like the whole event structure yeah. of the Porsche stuff more. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, go deeper. What, why do you like the driving better in uh, the Miata? I like the racing in the Miata because everyone is so competitive and the cars are so close that it's, I mean, we're going side by side, two, sometimes even three wide for two, three laps at a time. So it's a lot more fun to race yeah. against others rather than yeah. Porsche. It's like you really have to plan your moves really far in advance. Like you have to put, plan a move for like two laps if y'all are in similar pace. Yeah. So it's a lot more difficult to pass. Yeah. Um, so the cars are a little bit more forgiving too with Miatas, right? Mm -hmm. you, know, you, can, you, can, you can get away with some, some touching and things like that. Yeah. Of course, if you're not bump drafting, you're probably you're gonna you're gonna fall back, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so you have done today. You've done some practice, right? Mm -hmm. So, how are you feeling about the practice so far? Practice went a lot better at the end of the day. Uh, this morning, we were having some mechanical issues related to the transmission. Uh, we changed that out, missed the second session, um, came back out for the third session, and put together a solid performance for what we had. So what kind of times do you get, Miatas get, on this track? So about the average probably race pace we'll probably see will be like maybe a 217, 218, maybe qualifying if the temperature cools down some, we might see a 215, but it'll probably be a 216 for qualifying. Got it, cool. Well, tell me a little bit about how you got started in racing. It probably wasn't jumping in the SECA. You probably started a lot earlier, so tell me a little bit about that. So, I started out, it was just me and my dad, and I was in between hobbies, so I, I jumped a lot. I did pretty much any sport you can think of. Um, and I was in between, I had just come out of being a Boy Scout, and I was kind of tired of that because it was the same old thing, and I've been doing it for about three years, so then, my dad and I were looking for a new hobby to do together, and then he came across, I think he was on Facebook Marketplace, and he found like a trailer that came with a cart, and he's like, well, let's go try out karting and then see if we should do this. And that's really where it started, about nine years ago. So, okay. It started from there, started doing club racing and go-karts, got bigger, started doing you know some bigger regional events. And started doing some of the national events, then went to being in the top 10 in some of the national events, and then I started doing cars. Awesome, man. How old are you now? I'm 19 now. I just Nin turned 19. 19. Um, do you know another guy from the Austin area, Charlie Valdez? Yep. Yeah, so I interviewed Charlie mm -hmm. yesterday. On, really? Yeah, I, was, I went to campus because he's at UNC Charlotte. I'm, I go to the same campus. Do you really? Yes. Man, we I go to school got, with Charlie. could have got two interviews there. Yeah. yeah, I was there at your library, Atkins Library, yep. yesterday. At Atkins. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I interviewed him, and I'm I'm friends with him and his family, 
Uh, he uh, he races several things, but he races B spec, mm -hmm. and and that's what I raced for the last yep. two years. So, oh really? Yeah. I knew you seemed familiar. I feel like I've seen you around. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll put it on hold this year for the podcast. I got you. But um, it's cool because I'm actually getting to meet a, a crap load more people. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know that we might have seen each other, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't have actually known you. And yeah. you're from Austin, which is pretty cool. So. Yeah. Uh, that is really neat. You're going to school there too, so it, yeah. It was really funny because I was I knew Charlie, of course, through racing, and because you know he's you know he piles with Chris out at the regional stuff. So then you know I was like, oh, where are you going to college? I was, he was like, I'm going to UNCC. I was like, wait a second, I'm going there too. It's like, so it was pretty sweet. That's great. What, what are you studying? I'm studying mechanical engineering. Okay, cool. That was my degree. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't use it. But you probably will with what you're doing. Hopefully, yeah. yeah that's awesome, man. Um, so um, you got you got to where you were really climbing the ranks nationally for the go karts mm -hmm. and decided to to get into the cars. Was it a first thing? Was it Miata? Yeah. So I got to the you know being at the front of the national stuff, and my dad and I were kind of like, well, where do we go? Like, what's next? Because you know, it was always a progression of going, you know, going through the age classes as I aged and then, you know, getting better in each class. Um, and there wasn't, there's not really a whole lot of places to go other than going to Europe for karting. Like, that's pretty much the only next step you can take for karting. And my dad had done actually a lot of DEs and he had a supercharged S2000, he had a turboed. NB, a supercharged NB. He had a bunch of, you know, track day cars. And so he did events and stuff in that. And he was like, well, what about Spec Miata? So yeah, I started in Spec Miata about three, three and a half years ago. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology you'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So tell me about that first season with Spec Miata. Who was it with, and where did you race? And uh, you were in Austin, so I'm yeah. assuming you spent some time at Harris Hill. Yeah, there was a lot of time at Harris Hill. I raced with X Factor at the more regional events, but I just had you know it was me, and my dad, and then I think we had I did a couple coaching sessions just with a few various coaches to you know get the basics down and lay a foundation for cars and you know how the whole weight transfer thing is different. Yeah. Um, I know one thing that's different from B-Spec to the Spec Miatas is you guys don't have um, ABS, do you? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. I went out once in a B-Spec that didn't have ABS. It was ridiculous. Was it an unplanned sequence of no ABS? Yeah, it was, it, yeah we, we thought we were going to have it, and we didn't. So, I mean, I was still out there. I was going to practice. Got it. You but, just got to go yeah, on. I spent most of it flat. I mean, I ruined those tires <laughs> so bad. It just it tore them up. And it was at Harris Hill, actually. Harris um, Hill eats tires if you don't Yeah, well, what is it? Um, 
that going would be up the counter counter well where i where i was losing it was so you're going so going this way going so that counter. would be counterclockwise you go past the start finish and then that I mean, really sharp hairpin yep it, it's just you know i just it's a tricky one it is because you you go from that like long sweeping yes, right down yes. into the left and it's really hard not to lock up. I know, that inside and, and I always tire. like I tried to break sooner, but it just it, it wasn't soon enough. You just got it's tricky because you got like release the wheel <laughs> and let it's it's just a funky corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it makes you a better driver though, I'm sure. Indeed. Yeah. Well, well, what about this? I'm sure you have like the analog brakes and everything else in in your other uh, car series or mm, not? Yeah, we have mechanic. I'm not totally sure. I think it's either mechanical or hydraulic brakes. Okay, got it. Um, so with with uh, I mean, you really are really experienced. Um, tell tell me about like what was the highest high of of any race that you were in? Like what like you remember that is it's a high point for you? Definitely, Road America in the rain last year. That was like. It was the first race, because it was like about halfway through the season, so you know, we had gotten through some of the openers, like we did Sebring, uh, we did Long Beach, Laguna, and there might have been one other one we did before um, Road America, but mm -hmm. it was like finally the moment where it was like, okay, I see like how you drive this car. It was like a moment where it kind of all like came together, mm -hmm. and then it just happened to be raining, and it was like... I'm already pretty decent in the rain from karting. You know, it's we drive rain, dry, snow, whatever. Drive doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So that was kind of where it all like clicked at once for me. So tell me a little bit about that car that mm -hmm. you're driving. The Porsche. Yeah, for that race. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like the GT3 Cup car. So pretty much take your like the RSR and WeatherTech, and then just take like. All the arrow off it's like we just take all the arrow or we don't have their arrow none of the carbon bits um a lot more simplified systems no traction control uh we just have we have um i guess you could call it tunable abs and then electric power steering and it's a pretty much a you know a porsche 992 um just like base car Stripped, caged, yep. uh, rear wing, front. Splitter. So do you, do you spend a lot of time working on the cars yourself or um, maybe you did more of that in the past? Like what's the situation now? Yeah, so I, I did a lot more in the past of working on, especially the Miata stuff. I worked, you know, I did a lot of the maintenance stuff myself. You know, I'd, if we needed to make like a bar change or something at like a regional race, you know, I'd help get jacked up, change one of the sides. One of the other guys on the team would change or uh, move the other side. And I'd, you know, help with something like the toe, camera caster stuff. But um, I just slowly, like, picked up on how to do it and then more was able to diagnose stuff myself now. And I've kind of not stepped away from the mechanical stuff, but I'm doing less the mechanical stuff because I'm also coaching. Yeah. Um, some of my teammates on the side yep. as well as driving so well I mean you got all these races you don't you live here you're a full-time student mm -hmm. right you, you know I, I imagine it's better to, to arrive and drive if possible yeah so it's it's a lot more manageable that way yeah definitely uh, does your dad race 
He does not. Um, he used to like on practice days and in, in uh, karting. He we had a second cart that he drove as well, so we'd both be out there doing laps. But uh, no, he, he doesn't race. But he's. I think he might try and get back into more D's. Cool. Soon. But I'm sure he's super proud of you. Is he here this Yeah, this he's, weekend? At, he's at the trailer right awesome. now. Awesome. Um, what about um, coming, like something you'd like to forget, like your worst day ever on the track? Well, probably, probably this past year's runoffs. Oh, right what here. What happened? On the first lap, um, we were coming into South Bend, and I was behind Chuck. It was me and him. He was one. I was two. And it was like... The track conditions were like a wet, drying kind of thing. And it looked, going into South Bend, from what I could see through his windshields, <laughs> it looked dry. Or it looked like 70% dry. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take this pretty full rip. And on the entry, Chuck and I were both taking a similar entry speed uh -huh. and turning and everything. And I just rolled too much speed and I just shot it off the end of the corner and I went from second to 44th and oh like gosh one lap and I was like oh god I really just did that oh my gosh well I mean you you still finished yes I finished seventh in the end I was gonna say from 44th yeah. to seventh so that that probably was a little bit of fun that was fun but it was more of a <laughs> what could have been because I think I had fastest lap by like uh a second and a quarter or something it, like that. It is the runoffs too, so, yeah. man. What, what's the, the highest you've placed in SCCA in, in the years that you've raced? I've won quite a few races. I won June sprints last year. Oh, nice. Uh, placed second at Watkins Glen the race after. Won, I swept Hallett prior to that. And, you know, I think I won Three races last year, got second two, and got third three. Man, that's Something awesome. Like that. So I'll be looking out for number 77, yep. right? Purple number 77. Purple number 77. It'll be near the front, I'm sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, so uh, one, uh, one last question for people who want to get into racing. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. um, where do you think they should start? Hmm. It's a hard question. I've been thinking about a bunch of that stuff. I mean, Spec Miata is a really great place to start. There, I haven't looked at all the options. There are probably some other like prod classes or maybe some other, if you want to go formula stuff, I think there's a couple like Formula V, Formula Ford. There's some places like that where that are cheap to also start and learn the basics. Mm -hmm. I say Spec Miata is a really solid foundation. Yeah, I mean, everyone says it's uh, people like really develop their skills in Spec Miata. Really good drivers come out of Spec Miata. You're you're forced to be to be good because everyone else is in there. Yep, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, that's that's good. Um, what about DEs? DEs are definitely a good way. Um, if you have, you know a track-oriented car or a more performance car, definitely do a lot of DEs. I mean, my dad started out and then I did a bunch of DEs, you know. I came to this track, this was, I think, my second DE. I came here because, you know, the upcoming Super Tour. Yeah. Came here, did a DE, tried to get familiar with the tracks. I mean, it's really, 
you know, either do DEs or go to like some of the regional SCCA races where it's really low stakes, not everyone's not really high strung. Yeah. It's, it's a good place to learn and get into the sport. Cool. And well, I appreciate your time. It's great meeting yeah, you. I'm great looking to meet forward you as to well. paying more attention to number 77 going forward. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Be good. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.